Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Inside Out with Chris. I hope everyone has had a really good week. It is a double whammy of an episode um, being uploaded this week. Solo up today. It is my 30th birthday. Unbelievable that I made it to 30 for a few different reasons that I will not go into on this podcast, but I am very excited and feeling very grateful for my present life and what's to come just being absolutely spoiled by my beautiful children and my husband this morning and coming into this epic office and space that I've created and working all morning with my one-on-one clients. It's just been a great, great fucking birthday so far. And the big three, oh, I always felt like when I turned 30 that this is where the magic happens. And I was so fucking right. I am so excited to be 30. There has been no sadness or fear or anxiousness about turning 30 for me. I feel like this is going to be the best decade ever and I have so many great things to look forward to. Today's episode is 30 lessons that I have learned over the last 30 years. Um, Some of them quite big, some of them really simple and I wanted to share them with you and I'm confident that you will have some golden nuggets or takeaways from this episode today. So tune on in and I hope that you enjoy. So number one, consistency delivers results and this relates to all areas of your life, literally all areas, your relationships, your health, your business, your goals, like anything. Consistency is key. You have to be consistent to receive the results. There is no need to try and be motivated because motivated does not equal consistency. We cannot guarantee that we're motivated 24-7 and we really, really need to lean into being consistent in all areas to deliver the best results. Number two, life isn't happening to you it's happening for you so if you have been stuck in a victim mentality if you have been stuck blaming others and blaming the world for all of your big problems then know that life is not happening to you it's happening for you and fucking start taking responsibility for you and for your actions and for your life When you do that, when you actually start finding the responsibility in yourself as an individual, you can create solutions, you can create and practice gratitude, you can step into the complete fucking ownership of your life and how it looks. The moment you step out of a victim mentality and stop blaming everyone else for all the problems that are being created externally and you take ownership in that, then you can facilitate solutions. Number three, my children are my biggest teachers and mum is listening. I know that you'll resonate and this will land for you. Start learning from them if you're not already. If you haven't felt that before, start listening to your babies. They are your biggest teachers, whether they are one and they need you and your support or whether they are 11 and they still need you and your support. Listen to what children are communicating. It is going to be the biggest driver for you understanding who you are as a woman and who you are 
are as a parent and what you need in your own life. Where do you need to be heard? Where do you need to be understood? Where is your voice not being recognized by people around you? What boundaries do you need in place to create health? What boundaries do you need in place in your relationships to remove toxicity? Children are so incredible at being our biggest teachers. Number four is food is fuel. Now, in the past, with binge eating, with restrictive eating, with diet culture, how it has impacted my life, once I was able to just fully embody the lesson that is food is fuel food gives us energy food nourishes and fixes our bodies food is fucking medicine if we let it do its job and stop allowing the opinions of others all of these diets and fads and all of these fitness influences and this entire social social construct that has been carried into our lives from social media and we just actually started eating what we want to eat to fuel our bodies and to nourish our bodies and to feel good, it flips the fucking table on how you see yourself and how you see your body and how you show up with your energy and how you get better sleep. Number five, everything is choice. And I have talked about this in previous episodes, but if you are a new listener, every single decision you make is a choice. You have a choice and everything is in your control if you allow it to be. So go back through previous episodes if you want to know more about that one. Number six, people show you exactly who they are and seeing this is my choice. So when we have friendships or relationships where we have seen red flags and we have chosen to ignore those red flags or justified actions or created excuses for behavior and not set clear boundaries and not non-negotiable boundaries in place essentially for us to know our standards and know our worth and we allow these red flags to be justified by our choices this is where we go wrong in being disappointed in friendships and relationships because we aren't seeing people are showing up as they are and we're choosing not to see it and that's a choice so who in your life when I said that are you like hmm that person popped to mind. Well, why aren't you doing something about that? Cut the fucking cord on that relationship. Cut the fucking cord on that friendship. Do what needs to be done to support your energy and support your growth and support your expansion as an individual rather than allowing someone to continue harboring any form of pain. And that might look like guilt. That might look like a fear of letting them down. That might look like a million different things. However, I know when I said that, that you thought of someone, Right. So whoever that is, they are showing you exactly who they are. Tune in, listen, look, see, see, and then listen to yourself. Your gut instinct doesn't lie. My next one, number seven, is intuition doesn't lie, right? So intuition is our gut instincts. It does not tell you anything other than what your unconscious mind needs you to hear. It is your choice if you are tuning in and listening to that. Your unconscious mind is delivering your most prevalent desires, your needs as a human, the things that you feel are right from wrong. Your unconscious mind delivers that information and it is by choice that you choose not to listen to it. So next time something comes up and you feel it in your body, respond accordingly. Stop suppressing your unconscious mind. Stop suppressing your intuition because those two, that mind-body connection, babe, that is 
playing you to figure your life out. That is delivering the information and data that you are choosing not to receive because your conscious mind allows you not to receive it by making justification, by making excuses, by choosing not to be motivated or choosing not to do the thing, right? Do the thing that your intuition or your unconscious mind is delivering for you to do. Number eight, self-care is not self-love. Is going to the fucking hairdressers, going to a beautician appointment to be waxed is not self-love. That is self-care and that is a part of the social constructs that we have been conditioned to do these things, right? These, And to be honest, getting my hair done is fucking boring, right? It is not a pleasurable thing other than the head massage, which I do really enjoy. And I have in the past paid just for the head massage because that's the best part ever. But it only goes for five minutes, if that. And if you're going, you're, you're calling a wax appointment self-love, then stop it. Stop it now. Call it self-care. It is self-care. You are doing the thing that you that you require to look the way that societal constructs are telling you and your conditioning has told you that you need to look to be to to fit in, right? Because if we go back a really long time ago, we didn't do those things. We only do those things because we do it to fit in and to look a certain way. And that's okay. I do all those things. That is a-okay, but self-love is not those things. Self-love is taking a fucking bath at midday with a red wine because you want to because it feels good. Self-love is going for a walk at five o'clock in the morning and watching the sun come up because you want to and you're choosing not to go to the gym that morning. There are so many things that you can incorporate with self-love that are not self-care. Self-love is masturbating at fucking 9 a.m. because you choose to. Self-love is having sex in the middle of the day because you choose to. It is not meeting anyone else's expectations but your own needs for your own pleasure, right? So start incorporating more self-love into your day, however that looks. We don't need to give ourselves self-care as the notion of success in self-love because it actually isn't. Self-care is a totally different entity. And if you start looking at the ways that you have you have called self-care your, your self-love action, how can you integrate more self-love by doing the things that you are only doing for you and that actually bring you nothing but joy, pleasure and love for you, right? Next one, number nine, cock blocking your confidence sabotages success. So in what ways have you been taught to play it small? In what ways have you suppressed who you're here to be and started cock blocking your own confidence, which in turn is sabotaging your success, your success in relationships, your success in friendships, your success in business, in your success in your career, your success in your health, whatever that looks like for you. How are you cockblocking your confidence to make decisions with fucking nothing but absolute certainty and absolutely like drawing your sword and fiercely creating the life that you want because you aren't backing your confidence by making these decisions right so how is that allowing you to actually self-sabotage your entire life I remember when someone once commented on the way I was dancing and I was 12 And that allowed me not to dance in public freely, confidently, or feel good about the way that I fucking dance as a child because of that one comment. So in what ways have you been suppressed by other people's opinions? In what ways have you been told to play smaller 
and that confidence is being cocky. Perhaps that's something that you've heard before. Confidence is arrogant. Your confidence is cocky. How about a reframe on that? That's someone else's opinion and their projection on you. That is their shadow self not being fully integrated and embodied and they've projected those thoughts onto you. So how can you be confident? How can you harness success with just your confidence alone? Number 10, I married my soulmate. Little digression here into something really, really beautiful and soft. I married my fucking soulmate. Like my husband is literally the other the other half of me in terms of all of my shadow self, all of my all of my biggest challenges in my own self. He is the opposite by like literal polar opposite to me in every way. And it is fucking magnificent to be working and growing and expanding and doing all the things in this beautiful life with someone who is so much alike me in so many ways, but also so completely opposite that he challenges me and pushes me and guides me in the best possible way that is actually so much reflection of me. Like I literally married my soulmate and I love that I have the rest of my fucking life, the next 30 years plus with this man who is the opposite to me and also the exact same person as me in so many ways. If you are with someone right now, I encourage you to look for where you guys are alike, but also look where they are so opposite you and how you can learn from that and how you can integrate the parts where you are different into your own self as an individual I think it's a really beautiful thing when you just know that you are with the person you are supposed to be with. Like the universe fucking sent me this man. I'm so confident that they that it sent me this man to grow and to be the best version of myself because I know that without integrating so much of him into who I am that I would not have expanded and grown into this version of me. I would not have felt so supported and so secure and so sure of who I want to be without that support. And without that certainty, number 11, there are no shortcuts. Do the fucking work, whether that's the internal work, whether that's your career, whether that's your health, again, all elements, babe, like do the fucking work. Nothing's going to happen to you overnight. You are not going to transform into this version of yourself that you've been fighting or wanting or yearning to be. If you're not actually doing the things to create that version of you, you are not going to lose weight if you're not moving your body and eating well. You are not going to buy a house if you're not fucking saving money or making more money. And how do you do that? You find a solution. You fight for the things you want. You ask for help or you ask for what you want. It's about taking ownership in every single way to create the world that you want to live in. And to do that, sometimes it's going to take some work. You can't manifest a new house by sitting in a chair and popping a photo onto a vision board and looking at it every day. Mic drop there for a minute. I might have dropped a fucking truth bomb for you, but you are not going to manifest your dream house by sitting on your ass and not doing anything about it. You need to be finding more money. You need to be saving more money. You need to be working towards buying that house by actually taking inspired action to get it. I believe in manifestation, but what I also believe in is doing the fucking work. Let that land. Where in your life are you not doing the work and taking radical responsibility, creating ownership and doing the things you need to do to get to where you need to be? Where have you just left it up for the universe? The universe will deliver, but you've got to put it out there 
to attract it. You've got to do the thing. Yeah. Let me know. Does that land? Um, Okay. The next one is number 12. (sighs) My shadow is teaching me all the unconscious juice. It is your shadow self, your ego, your your ability to blame, your victim mentality. All of these things are your shadow and notice how it is showing up your judgment, your judgment on others, your judgment on yourself. Notice how that is showing up in your life and how that is a place for you and a lesson piece for you every single day. What you put out, you attract. So what you're actually saying about someone else is what you say about yourself. So if you say, I don't like the way she dresses, you don't like the way she dresses. You don't like the way you dresses. I apologize. Correction myself there. Correcting myself there. Um, if you say he's aggressive, what parts of you don't you like that he, about your aggressive self? What parts of you do you feel like are too much? There's so many examples that I could use here, but if you take one thing away from this episode is that it is that everything is a fucking projection. So how are you in your judgments and your shadow self and your ego creating your own projections and how is that a reflection of you and what work do you need to do? Yeah. So what work do you need to do on your shadow self when you are creating this? The next one is number 13, never a failure, always a lesson. Oh my God. Everything is a lesson. Everything in this fucking life is a lesson. You can never fail if you're always learning. You can never fail if you're always growing. The next one is number 14. You'll like this one. My comfort zone is actually where I'm uncomfortable. Mediocre. One of my biggest lessons is mediocre is not for me. I want more. I deserve more and I'm worthy of more. And I'm not sitting back and playing small anymore. I am stepping into my power by making certain fierce, ferocious fucking decisions and getting what I want by asking for what I want. And I don't want to sit in my comfort zone. My comfort zone doesn't challenge me. My comfort zone doesn't make me grow. My comfort zone is easy and it almost makes me feel like kind of nauseous when I'm there. Like I'm, I'm anxious when I'm in a comfort zone because I am bored. And if that is you too, notice how you feel when you're in your comfort zone and notice how you feel when you're stepped, like pushed out of it. And the icky feeling you get when you're pushed out of it, when you lean into it, what happens? You overcome the fear, right? And then on the other side of fear is where the growth lies. So how can you notice right now where you're comfortable in life and actually notice where that kind of feels uncomfortable and how can you step up number 15 i love love hmm big one because for me i disconnected from love at a really early age i chose to disconnect how i felt about love i thought i told myself not i thought but in the past i told myself i will never find love i will never be loved and i am not worthy of love but guess what the moment that i reframe that and I started to believe in myself and believe that I was worthy and deserving of love I began loving love and loving other people I was finally able to receive that love that people have for me and it is fucking magical when you have people in your life that are giving you their love and you can actually actually receive it and embody their love it creates so much more connection in my relationships in the way I feel about myself in what I want to do and how I show up with my clients. It's really just such a small piece, but such a big lesson in the last 30 years of my life. 
Number 16, there is always a solution. I think I said that a little earlier, but there is, there's always a solution. It's up to you to find it. You can create a problem or you can create a solution. So what you do with that is your choice, right? Because everything's a choice. Number 17, family is what you create. Change the societal constructs and narrative where you need to, right? So family, biologically, it doesn't need to be biologically. It can just be the family that you've decided to create are your family. Family is love. And if you're feeling anything other than fucking love, then you can decide to cut the cord. You can decide to switch fucking tables. You can decide that you don't need a relationship with people that hurt you, with people that shame you, with people that judge you. It's totally okay to do that. You get one life. So how are you going to – how do you want to live it? If you have children, do you want your children to ever feel that they need to sit at a table where they're judged and where they're shamed and where they're feeling guilty and unhappy? Or do you want them to stand up for what they believe in? What would you tell your child? What would you tell your best friend? So if you're in any dynamic in your family where you're feeling judged, shamed, guilt, fear, sadness or anger, babe, change the narrative. Family is what you create. You are, sorry, number 18 is you are like the five people that you spend time with. Switch seats, babe. Fucking switch the seats if you are not getting what you want from the five people in your fucking circle upgrade your table i cannot say this more certainly or fiercely enough to you if you are unhappy in your life take a look at who you're sitting with take a look at the influence that they have whether that's talking about money gossip whether that's judging shaming any of that like change the fucking table take the responsibility step into your power like it's one life again with the family thing and this as well you get one life how are you going to live it how are you going to create the life you want to have with the people that you want to be in their lives and the influence that you want on their lives as well like if you're sitting at a table where you are feeling uncomfortable you are feeling anxious you are feeling fearful any of those emotions start coming up know that you can change tables and adjust the seats accordingly Number 18 is my past does not define my future. Simple as that, really. And neither does yours. If you have made mistakes, if you have had an error in judgment in the past, if you have made decisions that were not upholding the best version of you, know that that does not define you. All behavior is changeable. And if you are doing the work now, if you are stepping into who you want to be now, that is what counts. The next one is that vulnerability is my superpower and that is what I really create an energetic hold with when I'm doing these podcast episodes, in particular these solo apps where it's like vulnerability is what will inspire, motivate and empower other women. My vulnerability is really hard to express for me and in the past it was a lot more difficult but now knowing how much when I show up vulnerably and I am my raw authentic self What I receive from that are people that feel inspired, motivated, and empowered. And that is exactly who I'm here to be. And if that resonates with you and you are not showing up vulnerably, I want you to start framing in your mind that vulnerability is your superpower and you can harness that superpower and utilize that to create the relationships and the connection that you desire in your world. And you can create that also to support other people if that is what you're looking to do as well. 20 is don't create 
your own story. Ask the question in terms of when something happens and you start creating and facilitating this version of events in your head rather than just asking someone what they feel, what they need, what they're wanting or what their expectations are of you and vice versa for yourself and getting that information and receiving that information so you can either meet their expectations or you can put in some boundaries. Ask the questions don't create the story in your own mind. Ask the question and find out what, what it is that is actually happening. Because the thing is, there is often two people in a situation creating a story and there's something in the middle that is actually happening. Number 21, punctuality is very important to me. I like to be on time and I like others to be on time. So friends listening, if you make an appointment with me (laughs) or we're going somewhere be on time it's not that hard leave earlier if you think you're going to be late I have children and I get how hard that is but being on time realistically sets your entire world up for how you show up in other areas of your life it's really something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with and it's actually something that if you put make it a priority and make it really important that you'll always be on time and that you can always show up as your best self Um, number 22 Not everyone's loyalty will have the same moral compass as yours. So how I fiercely am loyal may not look like how you choose to be loyal. Your loyalty might not align with me. And that is something that I have had to get past in many of my relationships and my friendships and the people that I have met over the time where I have been so disappointed with how they haven't shown up in the way that I expected them to, but understanding that everyone has a very different moral compass to yours. Their belief system and model of the world does not have to align perfectly with yours and that that is actually okay. Um, Number 23, move your body daily. However that looks, however that needs to be for you, move your body daily. Number 24, the ocean is therapeutic. It actually is. Even if you don't get in the ocean, just going and sitting by the ocean and being present in that stillness and practicing that gratitude is such a healthy therapeutic thing for you to do and incorporate into your life. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, whatever it is, you can go and sit, put your toes in the sand, come back to this earth, feel really grounded, step into your body again, just really sit in your own presence and stillness. It's such a beautiful, healthy healing modality. Um, Number 25, speak my truth always. In the past, I would hesitate because I was so frightened of hurting someone or letting someone down. And then I would have built up resentment towards said person because I was so fearful of the outcome of how they might feel if I actually spoke my truth, if I actually stepped into my own power. And now that I do that, it's interesting how receiving people are when I am speaking my truth and I am having an opinion and I am sharing my voice. Number 26 is you cannot be grateful and hateful. So when you are hating, you are blaming, you are resentful, you are angry, you're holding all this energy in your body that's like about to burst. Well, why why in that moment, if you could choose to find the gratitude and choose to find the peace in that hate, there is no way that you can hold both those huge emotions, that huge embodied energy so choosing and making the choice to feel grateful in the hardest of moments especially if when you are you know when you are feeling that anger and resentment built up if you can practice gratitude it really supports that hate to really become so small in your body that you don't even feel 
Number 27 is visit your grandparents. Do it. Life is short. We are always all too busy. Make a phone call, send a photo, write a letter. Like life really is so fucking short. And if I could spend a whole day with my grandma again, I would in a heartbeat. And I think about her every single day. And because of that, I think just putting this into one of my lessons is um, really reflective of the last 10 years and how I have missed her um, and how I also make sure that I call my nan every now and then just to check in, just to hear her voice and yeah, just show up for your grandparents, be there. Life is fucking short. They were parents too. And then they, their kids had kids and then somehow they end up, you know, on their own. And it's something that I think that most of us as 30 year olds, if you are listening and you are the same age as me, most of us can forget in the hustle and the busyness of trying to build our family and our lives. Um, ring your grandparents. Number 28 is forgiveness. Um, forgiving myself forgiving um others that have hurt me and being okay with the roads that i chose to go down based on my inability to forgive myself in the past um, is something that i have worked really hard through and if i can encourage any of you to do one thing if you are suffering with a victim mentality and but maybe you're even in a victim martyrship where you're you know feeling like you know standing up on a pedestal being like i've done all this and i'm a victim like that's a victim martyrship mentality um where can you where can you have forgiveness for yourself and the people in your life that have hurt you how can you move on how can you heal always going inward and pushing further to let things go that no longer serve you number 29 is drink more water three liters a day minimum one of my biggest learnings <laughs> drink the fucking water and i feel really good i don't drink the water then i feel like crap right just drink water hydration is so good uh is the only person that i am in competition with is me stay in your lane compete with no one but the past version of you always show up for her um Stop comparing to other people. Their story is not yours. Their life is not yours. They do not have the same environment. They don't have the same kids, the same partner, the same mother. Their life is not yours. So stop looking through social media at a square little box in your phone going, I want life to look like them. So I'm going to buy this product so I'm more like them. How about you buy the product because you like it? How about you make choices because you want to do them? How about you stop letting the influence of others' decisions decide your life for you stop comparing stop competing the only person you need to be in comparison with and competing with is the person of your past and that is you so yeah that's that's 30 that's my 30th lesson 30 of my biggest life lessons over the last 30 years i am a little bit emotional with the end of this episode um I'm really grateful for everything that life has brought me and I'm really excited for this new season, walking into the season and the decade that is my 30s. I feel like I have my shit together, almost, not fully, um, and I'm okay to not have it fully together. Um, for the first time in my life, I have all the right people in my corner and I feel strong and safe and comfortable and confident 
and I'm ready to take on the next decade of my life in this new season. So I'm really excited. Um, thank you guys for listening and I hope that you took something from this episode as always if you did please share it to Instagram it really helps me to support more women on their health and wellness journey who need to hear conversations just like this one I hope that you all have a fabulous weekend and happy birthday to me yay thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.